Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. Uh, the league is about to begin. We're so close now, and it's it's pretty exciting that we've we've waited all off season for this for this moment to come. It's finally here. Uh, we've got a good good episode coming up uh, today. So we're going to be discussing our top twelve wide receivers in redraft leagues, and we'll also be having a look at the top six tight ends in redraft leagues uh, because, well. Yeah, the Titan positions are a pretty tricky one to talk about, really. Uh, I think, generally <laughs> speaking, if you've not got one of the top six guys, probably even maybe what top four guys, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit pointless after that. It's yeah, <laughs> you kind of it's more of a it becomes more and more of a dart throw, I suppose. But as ever, we are joined by Mr. Dixon. How are you today? I'm very good. Yeah, just sort of realizing that there won't be a day for the next few months that we don't have football we are drafting as we speak which is very fun i've just made a pick so i'm about as happy as can be yeah we've got pretty into the old slow drafts haven't we recently very much so i'm i'm very very much a fan of the slow draft it means i'm always looking at at something fantasy related yeah it's it's one of those where i think you can't beat getting in a room with your friends and just you know sitting around and taking the mick out of each other as you're picking and getting frustrated because somebody's grabbed that guy you wanted <laughs> just before you. But, I mean, if you can't all get together, it's nice to just have, Perfect way. have a draft just simmering in the background while you're waiting. It's, uh, it's great. Um, but, yeah, so how, how have you found putting this list together of the top 12 wide receivers? I think I think the the biggest thing I found is there is there's a lot of good receivers this year. As I got to 12, I, I was finding... I quite easily could have gone to 24 and been very happy with the entire list. Like, there's a lot of good receivers this year. Yeah, there is. And I think there's been a lot of shifting allegiances as well, which has kind of put some of the guys Fun. who would have undoubtedly been at the yeah. top a uh, fair bit further down, I guess, um, in some cases. So, yeah, it's definitely been an interesting one to do. Um, I guess on that note, would you like to give us your number one wide receiver of the 2022 season? I would, yeah. Um, I mean, the, the the top three, I think, could be interchangeable, but I think until proven otherwise, I've, I've got to have Cooper Cup at one. I'm not sure if you've got the same or different. I I'm, I mean, I'm oscillating, but I think... I think... I think, I'm, I think I might be with you. I think I might be with you. But you, you divulge, and I'll actually... Yeah. I just... I mean, if you look at the, like, the numbers last year, obviously, were insane. You know, 145 catches, just shy of that 2,000 yards, which would have been, you know, an incredible feat, plus the 16 touchdowns. The, the gap between him and the rest last year was just so great, and I still believe the Rams will be a very good team this year. It, it's tough for me to put anyone ahead of him until I, until I see otherwise. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a fair point. And, you know, he did. He was a revelation last year, really. None of us expected him to be as good as he was. I know in the in the, in the the episodes last year, I was sort of saying, the Rams are going to be great. Draft uh, draft Woods or Cup. <laughs> and and I, I ended up going for Woods in, in quite a few of my leagues, but it was Cup who came out on top. Um, so I think we knew that the Rams were going to be explosive. It, it was great that, that Cup got got to where he was um and yeah he's a fantastic player as well but i'm gonna be controversial i'm gonna say that my number one's justin jefferson and it might be the vikings fan in me but <laughs> ah, he's just so good and i feel like the, the, the as i keep saying the vikings this year sneaky I think, 
sneaky yeah. threats to the championship. I think I they think. are. I think they are. They're, they're going to be good. I think <laughs> they've got the right recipe. They've got the right head coach there. You know, Kirk Cousins is always sneaky good himself. And uh, they've just tra- they've just transformed. They kind of they've shed the old skin. You know, they're out mm. of the Zimmer regime. Uh, maybe I'm just excited because <laughs> it's it's something new. It's something different. They've got an offensively minded head coach, but Justin Jefferson is, he's just so good. And I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he's my number one, and I'm going to put Cooper Cup at number two. Okay, no, I'm I'm, I'm happy with that because I I have Jefferson at two. Oh. Um, That's surprising this... me because you do love Chase. I do love Chase. I own Chase in our dynasty league. I, I just think that there is, there is so many... Not to say the Vikings don't have as good weapons, but I just think that there is a lot more places Joe Burrow can go with the ball, I think, if that makes sense. That's yeah. the only reason I give Jefferson. They're both fantastic. For the next 10 years, they're going to be two of the best receivers in the league. But I just think at present moment, I just think the opportunity for Jefferson is, is a little bit greater than Chase, and that's why I've got him slightly ahead. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I think there is more of a target competition um, for Burrow, definitely. Yeah. Because, I mean, we'll get to it a little later, but T. Higgins just makes my top 12. Um, I, I've got him up there. I think he's he's worth he's worth the risk, mm-hmm. um, again, because of that target distribution. As, as a one-two punch... You know, I think they're the only two players who are on the same team in my top twelve. Actually, just looking, yeah, looking um, down the list. But, same, I believe. But Higgins, Higgins is fantastic, and I think if you know, if, if Adam Thielen was you know the kind of two thousand and eighteen Adam Thielen, then a different story. It would be yeah. a different story. It would be yeah. more of a kind of Chase Higgins conversation. Jefferson would still be up there, but you know, um, maybe drop down a few places. So I'm with you. I think Chase at number three. He is he is fantastic. I think if you were talking dynasty, it's more of a difficult conversation, I guess. Mm. Um, you know, because they are they are both so young. Uh, I mean, Higgins himself is young, but you know, when you've got two big guys like Higgins and Chase, who are you know so good on the same team uh, as we've seen in the past, it often becomes the case that somebody wants to pull ahead and be the top dog. Yeah, um, and they usually part ways, sadly, for the teams, but. Uh, I guess Jefferson's kind of cemented himself as the as the alpha now, uh, really. Even though even though Thielen's still there to get the sort of touchdowns, which props him up. And I mean, he's mm. he's a lot higher in my rankings than I think many other people's. But there is a heavy risk that comes with touchdown dependency. I guess. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, it's it's an interesting one. And speaking of uh, Vikings wide receivers, at number four, I've got the former former receiver Stefan Diggs. <laughs> it, uh, snap. Same. Cool. Yeah, tell us, tell us why, uh, why you chose Diggs at four, I guess. Hey, I mean, I think the, the biggest reason I just I'm really high on the Bills this year. Um, I think Josh Allen, I think this year takes that next step forward. Um, I think he puts himself puts himself on that level as you know as Mahomes. Um, and I think Diggs gets the bulk of those bulk of those targets. Didn't have a bad year last year. 103 catches, 1200 yards, 10 touchdowns. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see all of those numbers go up across the board. Um, he's a fantastic receiver, um, and his, his quarterback's only going to get better. So, yeah, a big season coming from Diggs, I think. Yeah, same, as it, for all the reasons you've just outlined. And I think, yeah, the, the Bills are the Bills are going to be good. They've, they've got to be. It's uh, 
it's just right for them. And I'm looking forward to Gabe Davis as well, kind of coming into yeah. his own a little bit more. I think very he's, excited for that. You know, he's ready to step into that wide receiver two spot, but I don't think he's good enough to usurp Stefan Diggs. I think Diggs is still so good. He's so, he's in his prime to such an extent mm-hmm. that you know Davis is going to be is going to complement him by by being another you know target another another fellow that defenders need to keep an eye on. But he's not quite good enough that he would ever sort of overtake Diggs for for wide receiver one in my opinion. Um, but I guess time mm. time will tell with that one. Uh, at number five, I guess a faller. He would have been. He would have probably been in my top three last year, but this year he's he's down at number five. Is Devonte Adams for me? Same. Nice. Good. We're pretty in sync this year, pretty aren't we, Jack? So What's far. going on? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he he is still a phenomenal receiver. He is getting a drop uh, in quality at quarterback, mm. but his history with Derek Carr um, and and also the kind of we've seen how the the Raiders can be quite surprisingly good at times as well, especially when it comes to kind of just throwing it down the field and getting some ridiculously good touchdowns. I think Adams is going to be the guy who's going to be like a a magnet for that ball. Mm. I think it's going to have a massive effect on the likes of Darren Waller, for example, who who has slipped in my mind uh, from where he was last year because there is more of a competition there. But... Yeah, I know Hunter Renfro is pretty good, but he's he's no Devonte Adams, and yeah, Adams is the undisputed king of that offense uh, this year. Yeah, completely agree. Um, yeah, as a Broncos fan, I, I don't like saying this, but that the Raiders are are going to be sneaky good this year. Um, like you said, it, it is taking a step down from Aaron Rodgers, uh, and I don't t- quite think he's going to get the the volume of target share that he did under Rodgers. I think it was close to 30% under Rodgers for the last few years. Um, but he's, you're right, he's too good a receiver not to be not to be in that top five, I think. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Number six for me. Um, I'm just going to keep going first because every time I go first, I feel like you, you just say same. And <laughs> it could be fully insecure. I've got CD Lamb. Oh, no, no. Oh, different, okay. Different. So Lamb for me, I think I was high on him last year. And he massively let me down in our redraft league. Um, if he'd been slightly better, I would have I would have come out of that championship with a ring. However, um, he wasn't as good as I wanted him to be. And Alex's team at the time uh, in redraft was was pretty phenomenal. So yeah, uh, I was never going to win it. I'll get over that one in short order. Sorry, I'm just reliving the trauma. Um, yeah, so CD Lamb, I think. You've obviously got Amari Cooper, who's moved on now. Yep. He was a massive, massive uh, asset for the, mm-hmm. for the Cowboys. CD Lamb is now the wide receiver one. He was the wide receiver two in contention for the wide receiver one. Given his new position, mm-hmm. I don't see any reason why Dak Prescott's not going to be slinging it to him. Um, you know, his two main targets now are going to be Lamb, and in my mind, probably Dalton Schultz. Yep, Schultz. Um, so... You know, I like both players. I think both players are great. Um, Lamb needs the opportunity to shine. This year is his opportunity. I've got faith that he will do well. Um, I hope he proves me right. But it just it just feels like the recipe the recipe for success is there for him now. He is he is the alpha. Um, and Dak Prescott's just prolific, especially with the Cowboys when it kind of comes to garbage time. You know, if they're yep. if they're losing, they, he does sling it when it's that's it. the, the <laughs> yeah, last, when they're down twenty the last quarters. <laughs> just point generation central. It's fantastic, and I think they're going to be in that situation a lot this year. 
especially with how the defence yeah. has been playing in pre-season. Jesus. Um, yeah, not good for Cowboys fans, but it's good for us. Good for us, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's why I've got Lamb just ahead of anybody else, is that I feel like he's going to get a lot of opportunities for targets. Yeah, yeah, completely agree for all those reasons. I, I've got him at seven. Um, I'll go for my six now. Um, I've got Debo Samuel at six. Cool, he's my number seven. He's your seven. I think, you know, Samuel obviously was phenomenal last season um, in both the run game and the pass game. 30% of his fantasy points came from rushing, which is just a, a crazy s- statistic to me. Um, I know, obviously, they've got a new quarterback, Trey Lance, um, but I am very high on Lance. I think the Niners are actually going to be you know, fairly competitive this year. Um, and I just think, given the way Samuel performed and the way Lamb performed last season, um, I think, for me, I'd just edge Samuel ahead, given what they did last year. But yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if they if they switch roles. Like you said, Dak Prescott's looked very good in camp, so This is it. I, I think yeah, Debo Samuel is is someone who you know, he's so but he, he's a Swiss Army knife player, isn't yeah, he? He can, so he can do so much. I think that versatility is gonna serve them well. I think the 49ers are gonna find it potentially quite hard to start this year. Um I think they're going they need to get you know, if Garoppolo's not the long term option and if he gets cut, mm-hmm. you know, they are going with Lance and they need to commit to him. But Lance is pretty versatile himself, which I guess takes away a little from Samuel's versatility, which I think is why I've got him a little lower than, than Lance. That's a good point. Um, you know, is that, that Lance himself is pretty, he's kind of, he's the quarterback version of Samuel, right? They're just kind of unconventional players in their positions. Yeah. They can do quite a lot. So that's my only worry with Samuel is that, Maybe, maybe playing with the quarterback like Lance might impact his Take ability. Take away to some be... of his own rushing ability. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's that's my my reason for not having him quite as high. But even in spite of that, Samuel is fantastic. You know, you can't dispute it. So he's definitely a top ten option um, for sure. Cool. So I've got uh, I've got Mike Evans at uh, number eight. Same. Nice. We're realigning. Very good. Um, <laughs> what puts him at eight for you? I think well, I think over the years he has he's been a little bit disrespected by the fantasy community. I mean, we're, we're talking about about a guy who has eight straight one thousand yard seasons <laughs> yeah. to start his career. He's never not had a thousand yards, never. And Is obviously that unprecedented? Very. Yeah. Very. I believe I'm almost certain, even without googling, that he holds the record um, for that. Um, and the last two years, um, to boot, he's had 14 and then 13 touchdowns, respectively. So That's the touchdown crazy. numbers are there as well. Obviously, Brady's back. Um, I don't know what you think, but I'm pretty sure the books will be fairly fairly good again. Yeah, I would they've, hope they've so. pretty much got They've pretty much got the same team. Um, Brady, in, until he shows any signs of it for me, is, is still a top quarterback. Um, and Evans is the number one guy, so I, I don't see how you can't have him in the top ten. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, it's going to be an interesting interesting season for them because I guess the actual fabric of the team hasn't changed too much. They're kind of still the same team that won the Super Bowl in, um, yep. in a large you know, proportion. I guess the issue for them is they're all older now, um, which, you know, in some cases, you know, Leonard Fournette is, is getting on a bit. Obviously, Brady is just kind of... <laughs> I mean, he's just never going to stop playing, is he? But... I guess their age, their age, with age comes experience, but I guess my, mm-hmm. my main worry for the books is that I think they're getting to the territory now where one horrendous injury is, oh, yeah, is then. A, more likely, and B, 
going to have way more impact on the team as a whole. Um, but you, you can't you can't deal an injury risk necessarily in fantasy. You've got to. Mm-hmm. You can play it safer, but anybody can get injured. You can't you can't be too scared of taking the risk. You know, it's the, we were talking about Christian McCaffrey last week. He he's still probably the number two option, if not the number one. Mm-hmm. And I know yep. the injury worry is still there for you, but if he doesn't get injured and you've passed on him because he might get injured, you're probably paying for that by not making it to the championship. (laughs) It's one of those things. So, yeah, I mean, Evans is a fantastic player, as you say. He's he's probably the most underrated player in fantasy, to be fair. Completely agree. Um, I mean, if you got him in Dynasty, you'd be laughing. You know, eight straight thousand seasons. It's just, that's a dream. How much would you, how many firsts would you pay for that? You know, can't, you can't even yeah, you can't even put a number on it. But I'm pretty sure if we checked our dynasty draft, I don't believe it went in the first four or five rounds. No, almost definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, cool. So who have you got down at number nine? Uh, number nine, I've got Mike Williams. Oh, okay. Williams, Mike Williams. Williams is not on my my board. Oh, this is where we differ. Yeah, very high on Williams this Ahead year. Head of Allen. Yeah. Oof. Ahead of Allen, yeah. Yeah, obviously, Williams could have left this season, uh, signed a new big deal. Um, obviously, young quarterback, Justin Herbert, um, who obviously both me and you absolutely love. Um, Allen, who I still love, I think is starting to throttle back a little bit. Um, and I just love Williams as a deep threat. He finished sixth last season in end zone targets with 16. Now, we only caught five. But I don't think that's going to happen again. I'm fairly confident that number's shooting up above ten. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a massive season for Williams, particularly in terms of touchdowns. Wow. Okay, that's surprising me because I've got a, you know I've got Allen there. Um, you know, same same team, different player. That's that's interesting. Um, I guess I guess I just went for Allen because I feel like he still is the he's still the leading wide receiver as you say maybe he's, he is showing signs of slowing down but I like his rapport with with Herbert and I like I like his consistency he's a he's another guy mm. who's pretty damn consistent you can trust him to kind of be putting up a decent number of points every week uh, and I think consistency is, is a massive thing um, even though maybe Mike Williams has the, the the potential to have a slightly higher ceiling in some cases I definitely think I'd, I'd prefer to go for Allen's stability mm-hmm. Um Given the volume that he 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 has and and the chances he creates, he is he's just a he's just a classic good player to have on your team. Um, cool at number ten, then I've got Tyreek Hill, who has fallen a long way from favour for me. Yeah, I I also have Hill at ten, but yeah, that's it's quite shocking to hear that in a sentence. Tyreek Hill at ten. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's still in the top ten, which is good for him. But yeah, it's crackers that you know last year again. Tyreek Hill was a, a was a top three wide receiver option a year, maybe yeah. two years ago. Now it's you know there's there's a big there's a big risk there. Um, Massive. You know you're trusting Tua, I guess is the is the thing. Jalen Waddle proved himself a fantastic player and a fantastic safety blanket last year. His yeah. his his volume gave him the platform to be a, a phenomenal fantasy player, but. You've got Hill in there now, but Hill has always been the one who's making the the big plays. You know, he's getting downfield, he's getting into space, but Tua's not renowned for his ability to get the ball downfield, is he? Uh, no, and obviously we've been 
we've had a few jokes in our fa- various fantasy groups of all these, you know, clips going round of Tua underthrowing Tyreek Hill, which I'm sure, you know, are blown way out of proportion. But per- personally, I'm not that high on Tua. I think the, the reason Hill in, is in the top 10 more than anything is just that sheer explosiveness he's got. Um, one thing Tua does have going for him is accuracy. Um, he does complete up like sort of close to sixty-eight percent of his passes. Yeah. Um, so even if Hill can get some, you know, slot work, for example, he is, you know, he's quick enough to turn those into big gains, even if he's not catching it over the top. So I still think Hill will have a will have a good season. Um, but yeah, perhaps not what we're what we're used to seeing under Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a, it's a big difference in the QB department. Massive, yeah. Um, at number eleven, um, I have AJ Brown. Oh, okay. I've got I've got I've got Brown at twelve. I got Brown. I got Brown at twelve. Uh, okay, and do you have Higgins at twelve? Uh, no, sorry, I've... Higgins at eleven. Sorry. No, Higgins just missed my. Oh, list. did you I... miss out? Did you miss out? Okay. I've got I've got Cortland Sutton at tw- uh, eleven. I've got a yeah Broncos player. <laughs> very, very interesting. Um, so AJ Brown for me, he's going to a new quarterback. Yep. You know, Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts. renowned for throwing it as much, um, but Hurts, I just I can't help but love the guy, and and I'm glad that my <laughs> my infectious sort of passion for him as a player has spread to you now because I'm trying to draft him in every single league. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he is just that good, and it's his it's his commitment as well. Like he's obviously working really hard to be the best he can possibly be, and that's what you need. Um, you know, he's he's earned the respect of his teammates, and he's he's working really hard. He's a young guy, but he's he's so versatile. His accuracy is what needs improving, and accuracy is one of those traits that a quarterback has that can be improved. Um, yeah. You know, there are some things that are more innate that you kind of just born with, and, and accuracy is not necessarily something that Hertz was born with, but it's definitely something <laughs> he can he can get better at. And I think when you've got wide receivers like AJ Brown and Devonte Smith playing for yeah, you, good you combo. Know, they are going to help you out a hell of a lot more than you know <laughs> Jalen Rager, for example. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think I think he's he's landed in a different spot, but I think he's going to be the wide receiver one. I think he's usurping. Uh, Smith for that position, if I'm honest. Yeah, agree with that. Um, which means he's going to be he's going to be there for for targeting, and I think Hertz is going to have come on a long a long way in this off season. Um, so I'm pretty confident that AJ Brown is still definitely a, a, a decent fancy asset to have. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. I am. I've still got him in Dynasty, so I sure hope so. Um, but yeah, I think Hertz is going to move on leaps and bounds. Um, and AJ Brown's he's too good a player not to be not to be the wide receiver one as good as as good as Smith is. Um, obviously Brown he had a bit of a down year last year, um, but I I don't think that will make a difference this year. Um, he's a massive deep threat. Um, knows for the end zone as well. Um, I think the Eagles will be pretty good this year, and if Hertz keeps moving forward, it'll be it'll be Brown going with him. So yeah. Mm. Cool. Who's who's your number eleven? Sorry. So yeah, sorry, Cortland. So yeah, Cortland Sutton. Um, maybe I am thinking as a Broncos fan with this one, um, but there's just a there's a different vibe this season. That's what Russell Wilson has brought to Denver. Um, <laughs> and he, you know what? Something. He's brought, <laughs> he's brought something. something. Something you didn't get with Drew Locke. Um, but yeah, Wilson. He's obviously he's great at the deep ball. He's one of the most accurate deep ball passes in the league. Uh, and I do think it will be it will be Cortland Sutton on the end of most of those. Um, I love Jerry Judy, uh, but I think he'll he'll be more of the intermediate work um, and the short work. I think Sutton's going to have a massive, massive year. 
he's capable of those sort of acrobatic catches as well we've seen over the few, last few years. He's been quiet the last two years due to injury, so yeah, I think this season is sort of a coming out party for Sutton. I, I hope you're right because I've I've gone quite heavy on Russell Wilson in um, in a few of my leagues <laughs> this year, um, so I'm hoping that he's got some decent help out in as, in the wide receiver department. To be fair, um, yeah, if Sutton ends up as a top twelve asset this year, you'll have you know and you've picked him up. You're going to be very happy, I think. Um, but yeah, it'll be good good to see how the Broncos play this year. Um, very much so. So at number twelve, I have I have Higgins for for similar reasons to to Chase, I guess, in that he's on a fantastic offense. Yeah, uh, he is one of the two favored targets of, of Joe Burrow, um, and I just think it's, it's testament to the fact that you know when you've got a really good offense that works, you can have two uh, two top twelve wide receivers. Hundred percent. A lot of the time, I think Chase is is lucky enough to you know get the get the long, you know the really long runs and the and the catches far down the field. And I guess uh, I guess Higgins is a bit more of a safety blanket in a sense, but he still gets the volume. He's still targeted in that offense plenty. There's no reason why he can't be in this top twelve, uh, in my opinion, which is why I've snuck him in there. And I think he is he's a favorite target of mine in sort of the sort of you know, fourth, fifth round. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I think, because they see Chase as the main guy, the sleep on Higgins, but nah, he's he's a great player and he's he's going to do well this year. I'm sure he will. Yeah, could agree more. I think he, he literally would have been 13th for me. So yeah, I think Higgins will have a, have a great year. I think, yeah, it's just worth, I mean, the amount of good receivers that we haven't even mentioned just off the list. I mean, you know, Brandon Cooks, Michael Pittman, I think will have a great year. Um, Jalen Waddle, you briefly briefly mentioned. Yeah. Um, there's so many good receivers, even going down to, to twenty and twenty four. Yeah, it's. I'm just. I'm just having a look at my because I, I did do a few more ranks, but yeah, Deontay Johnson as well. Yeah, I think that's another good one. He would have probably been in my top twelve if uh, if it had more stable quarterback situation, but uh, the fact that he doesn't is a bit worrying. Um, Jerry Judy, you mentioned. I think. Yeah. You know, he's got. He's got a chance to be to be really good. I sort of Judy and Sutton almost level pegging really. Um, I think maybe even Hollywood Brown as well. I think he might have a yeah. pretty good season. You know, he's in a new offense that's that's much more pass heavy. It's going to give him more yeah. chances to shine. Hopkins out for the first X amount of games as yeah, well. Yeah, it's going to do nothing but help uh, help Brown situation. So it's yeah. also just just to quickly mention it's it's weird not seeing the likes of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett even. Even mentioned. Even mentioned. And that's, you know, and that's literally what, you know, good quarterback play or bad quarterback play in this instance does for you. So it's even phenomenal talents like those without the right quarterback really, really do shoot down the it's list. A, it's ironic, really, because I would say that, that Lockett and Metcalf have now been drafted roughly where Judy and Sutton were being draft, yeah. drafted last year. <laughs> literally, just yeah. Swap places. Um, excellent. Right. Well. I guess we, we move on to tight ends. I don't know if you want to kick us off with your tight end one. If it's anyone other than Kelsey, I'll be disappointed. It's Mark Andrews. You're joking. No, no. I've, I've, I'm massive on Mark Andrews really? this year. Really? Mark yeah. Andrews over Kelsey? Yeah, I just, I don't, although I've said previously, I don't think Lamar Jackson's the, the greatest throw of the ball. He is pretty much, to me, the only weapon on the team in terms of the receiving game. I know they have a few young receivers, but 
I think, I think, yeah, I think Andrews beats Kelsey to the tight end one this year. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a possibility for sure. Um, I just feel like Pat Mahomes with his arm and and the amount that he slings it. Kelsey's his last kind of is the last bastion of of the former glorious Chiefs that that marched their <laughs> way to the Super Bowl. So he's, you know, he's he's his safety net, and he always has been. Um, I feel like tight. I feel like Travis Kelsey's going to have a a career year this year. I think. I, I think he's. You know, it's necessary uh, for him to be as available as he can be for for Mahomes right now, and Mahomes trusts him. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah, far more than mean. anybody else on that offense, I would say. Um, you know, they have such good rapport. I think Kelsey's age is something to take into consideration, but I don't think this is the year he falls off his cliff. I think this might be his swan song. You know, we might be getting the best of him this time, and I, I'd love to get him. But where I've been drafting, usually I would probably probably be looking at him around sort of the tenth, eleventh pick, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been drafting too early, I guess, uh, this year, so I've not really had a chance to get any shares of him but yeah I, I, Andrews is my number two um, and, and yeah like you say there's not much not much of an option elsewhere on that on that team as a, as a receiver I guess you've got Rashad Bateman but you know he was relatively obscure last year um, so he's been thrust into this position but and it yeah. is worth Andrews Andrews did outperform Kelsey last year in terms of catches and yards and they're tied in touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, true. True. But yeah, I, granted, these two are going to be very close, I think. I think, I think yeah, if, if the Chiefs are to get back to a, a, a few years ago, I hope they don't as a Broncos fan, personally. But I think if they do, yes, I think you probably are right. It kind of has to go through through Kelsey. Yeah. So I, I do agree with that. I, I just think... I just think the Ravens have nobody else. <laughs> yeah, no. I, well, to be honest, the more I think about it, the more I think you might you might have a have a point there. I think you've got to remember that Pat Mahomes had some real shockers last year as well. There was that's yeah, that's true. There was there was a massive wobble sort of you know week four. Yeah, it really went four, off the boil. Five, six, well, basically mid the mid season, something went massively wrong with Pat Mahomes, um, and. Yeah, it was a little bit concerning, which I think impacted Kelsey. Um, I don't think that's going to happen again this year. But then again, it's a brand new offense. You know, you're looking at kind of the likes of uh, Smith Schuster as instead of Tyreek Hill, which <laughs> drop is, off is a big <laughs> it's a big difference. And I know you're pretty high on Sky Moore, uh, and you're hoping mm-hmm. that he does well this year. But yeah, that surprises me. But maybe. The more I think about it, the more we discuss it now. Maybe I'm just putting Kelsey at the top because he's always been at the top, you know? Maybe maybe it is time for, for Mark if you change, Andrews. If you change your mind, we'll bring it up on a, on a future podcast. Yeah, well, <laughs> it'll be interesting for us to discuss the, the standings, I think, at the end. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of any leagues where I've seen Andrews be taken before Kelsey. But you might be onto a winner there, Jack. <laughs> So I guess we'll move on to number three before number three. we before we devolve into even more existential <laughs> crisis discussions. Um, now this is where I might be a bit controversial. I've got Cal Pitts at three. Yep, snap. Okay. Yeah, Cal Pitts at three. Yep, yeah, he's young. He's he is probably 
I know Drake London is 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 new, and he I I love Drake London. Um, I, I I've got quite a lot of shares of him across all the leagues uh, that I'm playing in this year. Um, but I do think that Cal Pitts is practically the wide receiver one on this team. Yeah. Um, and you Easily. brought out a great stat uh, that Marcus Mariota is just kind of a a massive boost. Just loves the tight ends. Tight ends, uh, which is which is going to bode well because I think Mariota is probably going to be playing the first half of the season, I if, so. if not the entirety of it. To be honest. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to find the stat now. Yeah, so yeah, Marcus Marcus Mariota. Or made the tight end Delaney Walker top five tight end for three straight seasons. Crazy. And you know, Delaney Walker, fantastic player he was. He ain't as good as Kyle Pitts. No. And the thing to think with Pitts is last year his numbers were 68, 1,026 yards, only one touchdown. He's definitely getting more than one touchdown. Yeah, he's got to, surely. Like though, yeah, that number is is flying up. And like you said, even if even if they switch quarterbacks halfway through the season, Kyle Pitts is going to be such a good safety blanket um, for Ridder that I don't think there'll be too much of a drop-off anyway. So yeah, I'm massively high on Kyle Pitts this year. I think my only issue with Pitts is the price you pay for him. He, he is going very high. He is, and there are lots of very talented players at other positions that are more reliable um, that I would probably take over. Pitts, you know, you kind of Kelsey's usually gone by the back end of the first round, if you know, mm. at latest early second, and then you've got Mark Andrews kind of usually disappearing off mid to late second, which means Pitts is late second, early third, which crazy, isn't it, it? it? Yeah, you know, you're getting the you're getting the likes of AJ Brown, T Higgins, you know, uh, Keenan Allen. Um, in some cases, there are plenty of decent running backs available at that mm-hmm. spot as well. Um, I'm just trying to think about where people usually are at that that sort of turn but yeah it's I'd, I think I'd rather have a T Higgins than a than a Cal Pitts to be honest but I don't know what you think yeah I mean I completely agree I mean just looking at our our latest draft and it's a bit skewed because one of our friends would marry Kyle Pitts um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but in, in our draft for example you know you're looking Pitts over the likes of DeAndre Swift Aaron Jones Alvin Kamara, even like those, those are still Nick Chubb. Those are big running backs to leave on the board for for a tight end. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, it it is a it is almost a cheat code position because you know you can have a massive differential there. There's a, there's only really three, maybe four tight ends that are going to put up massive numbers every week. Um, to be fun, fair, there's probably only two, maybe three tight ends that are going to put massive numbers up every week. Um, more to the point, and 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 if your all of your opponents have got kind of the dregs, yeah, you know that is a huge differential. But it's it's just risky, isn't it? You know, you, yeah, I, I, you've got more of a chance of of getting a nice, you know, DeAndre Swift. I think you know he's gonna be putting up big numbers this year. Mm-hmm. I think that the the Lions are looking scarier than than they have for a long time, and. It's you know the running back position is so scarce as well. It's it's deeper this year than I think it has been for a while. To be fair, there are more yep. viable running backs, but it's still you know if you get one running back injury, if you don't have a decent backup, that's your season over and done with. Um, whereas tight ends, I guess you know if you if you're at the head of if you're at the top of the hill with a tight end, if you've got one of the best ones, great. I guess you can prop up your your gap elsewhere, but. 
At the same time, I think I'd be comfortable taking Kelsey. I'd be comfortable taking Andrews in the second round. Yeah, don't, after that, I, I don't I think I'm ready. To after that, don't I've, think I'm ready. I've, I've never been one to draft a tight end. Tight ends high. Um, I guess that's just personal preference. But yeah, if if you're not getting the first two, personally for me, I'd I'd rather have the the quality running backs and receivers. Yeah, it's a tricky one. I think if Pitts was there at the the, the turn of the third. Yeah, um, you know, it's that's kind of much better. Maybe, maybe three, 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 four in a sort of twelve-man, fourteen-man league. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'd go for him, but it depends who my first two picks are as well. I guess. Um, yeah, it's it's just a risky one. Moving on to four, then uh, I've got George Kittle. Yeah, I yeah I also have Kittle at four. Um, I think despite missing time last year, I think he was still the tight end four. I believe. Um, which is fantastic. Um, and again, I, I think he's. Although they'll see some inconsistency at the quarterback position, perhaps I think he's he's too good a player. He's he's too good a player to not put up numbers. I mean, you look at some of the games he had last season. You know, a forty-one point game, a thirty-five point game. Even you know, if Trey Lance does start, Kill's just going to be such a safety blanket for him, and he is capable of those massive yards after the catch as well. So yeah, Kill's still going to be very good. Yeah, yeah, I think he is as well. And I think he's he's falling quite away in drafts as well. So he's, you know, if you get Kittle in the fourth, maybe fifth. Yeah, I you're think he's good then. Yeah, I think that's a decent decent place to take him. Uh, which which takes me down to number five with uh, with Darren Waller, who, um, you know, he can put up some really, really good numbers. Um, but I think the, the addition of, of Devontae Adams to that team has really impacted his... Mm. Uh, his ceiling for me. Adams is just too much of a magnet for that ball. And yeah. it's going to distract from, from Waller significantly. Yeah, completely agree. I, I also have Waller at five. Um, and yeah, I mean, he had a bit of a drop off last year. So throw one of the best receivers in the league onto that team. Yeah, his numbers are, are certainly going to come down. Again, I'd still be, I think in our draft, I managed to get him fairly, or I thought a good value position. I'd still like to have him on my team, but yeah, I think he's he's not going to be as good as you know two seasons ago when he was putting up those top three finishes. Yeah, I'm just looking. You got him in the sixth round, didn't you? So yeah, so sixth round, very happy with that. Yeah, no, that's that's a decent spot to to draft him at. And um, finally, then number six for me, uh, I mentioned him Dalton a little Schultz. bit earlier. It's, it's Schultz here for yeah. me. Same yeah. for you. Yeah. Yes, same for me. I think. I was I was looking like looking at the ones I've got just after him. It really does drop off after that. Um, but I think for the same reasons you said, um, you know, Amari Cooper gone, C D Lamb taking that step up. Um, I think yeah, I think Schultz's target numbers are gonna fly up. Yeah, no, I do as well. And he's he's displayed flashes of brilliance in the past as well. Yeah, uh, and he's young and hungry for it. I think his biggest issue is he's got a bit of beef with the Cowboys organization. He wants more from them. Um, That's very I, true. I think, I think maybe more than he he necessarily deserves at this point. I think he might be getting a bit too big for his boots, really. Um, you know, he he's a good tight end, but he's he's no Travis Kelsey. He's no Cal Pitts. Uh, he's no George Kittle, really. Um, so I think he needs <laughs> to just chill out a little bit there, just be grateful that he's on an offense that, that needs him for now. Um, but, you know... That they could easily draft somebody to replace him, so he just needs to carve out carve out a solid position and then start your negotiations. Don't 
Yeah, that's it. You you can't. You know, he's he's played four seasons in the NFL. In the NFL, last season was obviously by far his best season. You know, eight hundred yards, eight touchdowns, seventy eight catches. But you, you can't be demanding too much then when you consider what the other tight ends in the league, the top, you know, those top guys we mentioned, are getting paid. So I think just yeah, hit the field, get your work done, and then hopefully you can you know get, carve out a big deal next year. That's it. If if he does something spectacular this year, which he has the possibility to do, yeah. I think so. Then, then he's got much better position to negotiate. I think he's maybe gone a bit hardline a bit too early, which has mm-hmm. probably got a few noses out of joint in the Cowboys organization, to be honest. Um, which is a dangerous position to be in because they will yeah. just let him go. <laughs> it's a train wreck. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, I guess that's that's every everything, every kind of key position for the season, which is kind of scary. Really, we're we're almost there. We're almost at the few end. Weeks away. So. Um, yeah, we'll be we'll be recording a preview for for week one. We do still want to do a forecast, don't we, for twenty twenty three rookies? But I guess we'll have to try and fit that one in uh, at some point. Maybe maybe immediately following the season, or if we can we can find mm-hmm. Rohan at some point during the season, we could have a little special one off different episode just to break up the the regular schedule. But uh, I think that our plan is to, to keep up with what we were doing last year, so we'll have a bit of a a bit of a breakdown of the, the players that did that did well uh, the week before and uh, 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 you know we often find a few surprises in that that top 10 players list so it's always fun to go through that we'll have a little bit of a preview of the the upcoming games to see if there's any kind of players that you really should be thinking about taking off the bench and slamming into a starting position and uh, obviously we'll we'll catch everyone up on how things are progressing in our dynasty league i guess that should be one of our main talking points for for next time jack because there's been a lot of movement uh, and the teams are very different to the teams that were were starting off last year. Uh, yeah, there's been a, a crazy amount of trades. Um, so yeah, we'll, we will have to discuss that um, in our sort of maybe in our week two sort of recap and see how everyone's doing. But yeah, lots of trades. No team looks the same as it did when we drafted, which is is brilliant. To be fair, that's why I was hoping it'd be like the trades are fantastic. I think. Yeah, we've had some big ones, haven't we? And it's <laughs> it's it's been. There have been some quite major movements as well um, this this season. You know, some big key players moving off off some teams and onto others. I know. I guess my my personal highlight. I say highlight. It might be it might be my biggest regret is uh, <laughs> is trading away Pat Mahomes for a, a wealth of, of first round picks. But I'm, as I keep rattling on about, I'm very high on Jalen Hurts and I'm quite high on Kirk Cousins this year as well. So I feel like the step down in quarterback, but the exchange for some decent picks in uh, in the next few seasons is is well worth it. But uh, Alex has had a few big trades, hasn't he? So I can't remember who he, who he gave away, but he's been moving around in the running back. Department. Yeah, I mean, so I yeah I got Javante Williams off him. Um, he has since which would which involves me giving him Alvin Kamara. Um, since then he has gotten rid of Alvin Kamara and Devonte Adams. Um, in exchange for for Ridley, um, Kenneth Walker, and a couple of firsts. So yeah, another another pretty big move. Yeah, he's gearing up for the future there a little bit. I think uh, with some some pretty big big uh, draft capital moves. Um, but yeah, we've I mean we've got Kieran's team who's kind of coming back from the brink. Last year, obviously, he had a lot of nasty injuries, sadly. Horrible so injuries, yeah. Hopefully, he uh, he's able to kind of pull it back a bit. He obviously has Pat Mahomes from me now leading the charge, but Cam Akers is returning. 
Um, and he's got, you know, some pretty damn good wide receivers there with, yeah. with Lamb, Lamb and Judy. And Judy. Judy's obviously had a massive upgrade because, because uh, as we said of before, we've got Wilson moving in. Uh, so yeah, his his QB one and two situations: Kyler Murray and Pat Mahomes, which is uh, <laughs> can't go wrong with that, can no, you? No, <laughs> you can't. I think second only to Tom's with Josh Allen and uh, Justin Herbert. Just who, to my mind, I think Tom's is just edges ahead. Um, I'd say that Pat's Pat's had a bit of a drop this year in uh, in positioning, given the the loss of Tyreek Hill and uh, yeah. yeah, I think Justin Herbert is just oh, what what a class act. Um, so yeah, it's it's all it's all very, it's all happening. It's all happening indeed. It's going to be an exciting one. So I'm looking forward to looking forward to seeing how things go, and uh, hopefully I can make it all the way to another championship this year. But we we will see. <laughs> After missing out narrowly last year, um, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to make a reappearance if possible. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd take any appearance, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be all eyes on Tom this year as the reigning champion to see who can. If anyone can knock him off his top spot, uh, excellent, very good. Well, we'll yeah, we'll catch catch up uh, next week with a with a preview for week one, and then we'll be into the season the week after. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, yeah, thanks to everyone for listening. Um, enjoy all your drafts, and we will see you on the week one preview. We will indeed. And just as a final final farewell, we did hit 750 downloads on the last episode. So that's a huge milestone for us to, to say that we just uh, sit here and chat shit to each other uh, <laughs> week in, week out. I think uh, making it making it to such a big numbers. Uh, it means huge. a lot. It does mean a lot. And hopefully we can get to the big 1K by the end of the season. Uh, it's, it's an ambitious goal, but we'll do our best to get there. But it couldn't be done without everybody tuning in and listening. So thank you very much for that. And we will see you next time. <laughs>